0: I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to Everyday Motherhood. My name is Christy Thomas, and it's my passion to help you be the happiest mom you know. Parenthood is too serious to be serious all the time and too important to do alone. So thanks for being here, and I can't wait to get to know you better. Let's jump in. Today, we're going to talk about audiobooks. Audiobooks are one of my key strategies to enjoying my life. I love reading, I love books, and put it together so I can put one earbud in, but still pay attention to my kids, and it is like the perfect situation for me. When my kids were little, we fell in love with audiobooks together because I would put them in their car seats and drive around and find new parks to go to and hit starbucks and it was part of my strategy to make the time pass while my husband was deployed and keep everyone safe also a plus that the van had air conditioning but the house we were living in didn't that was probably a big part of it The other day, I was talking to one of my neighbors, and she asked me what my favorite audiobooks were because she has a commute back and forth to her job without her kids in the car. I figured I would use that as a prompt and share it with the rest of you, my top five audiobooks for me as a mom, um, me as a human, right? I'm going to share with you my nonfiction books today, and then next week... I'll share with you my top five fiction books. Before we talk book titles, it's important to know how to listen to audiobooks. I really like listening to audiobooks using multiple different apps. I love Audible from Amazon because it's super easy to buy from. I also love the Libby app from your library or the Overdrive app. Now those apps are both going to be dependent on which your library system subscribes to. I've lived many places around the United States and every library is a little bit different. Get your library card and then jump right in. Recently, I became a huge fan of Scribd or Scribd. I'm not sure which it is. My family calls it Scribd and we're probably wrong. It's S-C-R-I-B-D and it's kind of like the Netflix of books. You can read digital books. You can listen to audiobooks. There's sheet music, tons of stuff. But the differences between that and Audible is that you don't have to purchase the book. You can listen to it one time and be done. Now, there is a maximum amount of books you can listen to on Scribd per month. And sometimes they'll lock books on me until the next billing cycle. But I am a hardcore listener. That might not happen to you. The second giant tip I have about audiobooks is if you're going to purchase the book and not just stream it or rent it from your library, borrow it from your library, then you really need to listen to the preview of the narrator. There are multiple narrators for the same book for a reason, because some (laughs) do a better job than others. I find, especially with the nonfiction books that we're going to talk about, that my favorite nonfiction books are read by the author. And there's something special about that because you can hear their intonation. Sometimes they go on rabbit trail tangents and tell you that they're adding extra stuff in. It feels personal when the author is reading it to you. It's story time in the best possible way. Now here are my favorite audiobooks for personal development. The first one is a new book that came out this spring and it's Fierce, Free, and Full of Fire by Jen Hatmaker. Now this is hands down one of the very best audiobooks I have listened to probably because Jen is also a podcaster and she's been writing for 12 years. Her writing craft is witty but direct. Her book, though, is fantastic, the audiobook, because she interrupts herself, adds in podcast clips, and then tells you what she wishes she would have done if she could edit the book one more time. I have never had more fun listening to a book that had some hard topics than listening to hers. The second book that I want to tell you to listen to is doesn't have the best narrator, but the content totally changed my life. And that's the book Mindset by Carol Dweck. This book will break everything apart if you haven't read it. It She wrote the book on growth mindset versus fixed mindset. If you're struggling in any area of your life and you think that you've hit your limit and you're just not good enough or you weren't born that way, this book will show you that you have a chance to change, no matter what. You may not get to the professional status, but there's room for improvement no matter where you are because your mindset counts so much. Give it a try, I promise. The next book I want to suggest is actually a couple books. I want to suggest Dare to Lead and Braving the Wilderness. And basically any book written by Brene Brown that Brene Brown actually reads. There's something about her sweet Texas drawl that makes the hard topics of shame and vulnerability and talking about differences that feel catastrophic easier when she's reading it to you. In my personal experience, though, I can't listen to Brene Brown book if it's not read by Brene. If I can't find Brene reading it, I have to pick up the paper copy, which will then make me mad and I will throw it against the wall. I have a love hate relationship with her books, mostly love. Now, book number four is Five Second Rule by Mel Robbins. Now, you can only find this book on Audible, it's an Audible exclusive. Hear me out, it's worth the listen. She's got not a Texas drawl, because apparently I'm realizing a trend, but she's got a Boston twang. Um, Twang. Yeah, Boston. I don't think those go together. But Mel shows you that even when you hit rock bottom, you can still go up and that you're just like the mindset book, your inner conversation Matters. And that's what 54321, the five second rule, is made to conquer, to get over yourself and just do it. Book number five made me a better listener and a better community builder. It's the book Cultivate by Laura Casey. I really like stories where people go through hard times. And just like Mel, Laura goes through a hard time and then she takes that hard stuff, her dirt, in her life, and shares it so we can all learn from her, from her pain, right? There's always a story that can come from the scar. I'm pretty sure that's a Glennon Doyle quote, but it's true. There's a story from every hardship. So Laura Casey talks about miscarriage and adoption, and the pain of grief, and moving on, and then more happens. I don't want to wreck it for you, but it's a really good book. And she taught me the art of the second question in that book. And I think it's made me a better podcaster, because I listen intently, and then I ask a second question now a question to dig a little bit deeper, to be a little bit more curious about the actual person that I'm talking to. I'm not just trying to fill airtime here, guys. I want to enrich all of our lives. I want to have a really soul-filling conversation and record it so I can share it with you because that's the gift of technology. Now I want to share with you, when I was prepping for this episode, I learned what my first Audible purchase book was, and I have to share it. The first book I bought on Audible was 1,000 Gifts by Anne Voskamp. Now this book is a great audiobook. Anne's writing is flowery and poetic, and her whole book is about counting 1,000 gifts, 1000 moments of gratitude. And she keeps a notebook on her counter and literally writes them down. And she still writes them down, I think. Her blog is not just a blog, it's an artistic masterpiece. She's got multiple books and helps with all sorts of amazing things. But if you haven't read her first book, 1000 gifts, go with the audiobook so you can hear her soothing Canadian voice. Yeah, accents matter. That's why I love audiobooks. I think the only book that I've told you to read that's not read by the author is Mindset. Content in that one is super good. Just love hearing people's voices. It's why we did the Keep Calm and Mother On project during the pandemic and social distancing. Hearing someone's voice tells more of the story. Now, I want you to email me. I want you to tell me your favorite audiobooks if you've listened to audiobooks before. And does the author reading it matter to you? Today's self-care is to go find a book to read. Maybe you're an audiobook person like me, or maybe you aren't. Maybe you love the weight of the paper in your hands, or love the e-digital ink that makes your eyes never get tired. Whatever it is, give yourself permission to read one chapter or listen to one chapter. Model learning and enjoying your life for your kids. It's so dang important. It's a radical act, you know, to enjoy motherhood. Now the play idea for this week is I want you to show your kids curiosity and go watch some amazing science videos on YouTube. We've been doing this at lunch this week because my 12-year-old is obsessed with Mark Rover. If you have not seen the squirrel obstacle course about squirrels and bird feeders, about porch pirates stealing packages and then getting sprayed with glitter, you need to watch it. He is a NASA scientist that turned YouTuber full-time. He's on a quest to be his nephew's favorite uncle. He sure is a favorite here. If you want links to the books I talked about, I launched a new website. It's Keep Calm Mother On, and you will find a blog post with all the links to the six books I talked about. There will be a link to join and sign up for the 84 Hug Challenge that's coming up soon in July, July 13th. Let's fill our days with hugs again. 84 hugs in seven days. We've got this go moms. You're totally the right mom for your kids.